Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about an interesting email that I got here. And um, unfortunately, the person can't come on the air. And I'll explain why in a few minutes. But... Hello, Niall. Uh, please bring this to your listeners' attention. It's horrendous treatment of the Defence Forces. My partner is currently serving at the Irish Defence Forces overseas in Lebanon. Five weeks ago, UN Security General Antonio uh, Guterres uh, released direc- a directive regarding delays to rotations of all UN missions until June the 30th. My partner is due home on the 19th of May after six months overseas, but still has not been given any information on when he will be coming home. This is unacceptable, and no other job would put up with such poor treatment and lack of basic information. I understand these are unprecedented times. However, the Minister for Defence needs to be held accountable, ensuring he does everything in his power to ensure a timely rotation or at a minimum to keep the soldiers informed of the next steps regarding their return home. It is absolutely torturous for the families of the Defence Forces at this time. Please help us to get this issue out in the open and sorted out. Now, obviously the person of that, uh, the wife I think it is of that particular member of the Defence Forces can come on the air um, because obviously she wants to remain reasonably anonymous. But I do want to speak to Shelley Cotter, who's from the Wives and Partners of the Defence Forces, and also I have Councillor Dahi Doolan on the line from Sinn Féin. Good afternoon to you both. Um, Good afternoon. Shelley, I mean, obviously the, this lady doesn't want to come on the air for personal reasons and she doesn't want to be identified, but this is a very common issue at the moment, I believe. Huge. and uh, it's, it's causing an awful lot of upset. Um, we have members at the moment who have been deployed for six months and there are quite a few that have been deployed up to 12 months. Now that's away from your families. That's the job they're doing. Nobody's disputing that. Nobody's disputing COVID-19 is unprecedented um, and the whole country are having to roll with weekly changes in our day-to-day life. I think what the families and we in WPDF take to heart is the fact that it's making its way to press before it's making its way to the serving and their families. The information um, has just been a one-way system and not meeting the people that it is supposed to go to. Now, these families will have had a date marked in their calendar from the minute that dad or a husband or whoever it was left. And you work. That is the date that you hold on to until they come home. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult enough for everybody at the moment what we're going well, through. From, you know, know, from a social isolation point of view, everybody is going through a lot of mental t- stress absolutely. at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing is that you hold on to that date. So there were whispers and rumours the end of March, first few days of April, that this would change. And there was an understanding, a complete understanding that, you know, um, rotations mightn't happen due to COVID-19, um, isolations, quarantine, all understood. And there was a piece um, that was published in The Independent on 7th of April at 2am in Ireland from Mr Tom Brady. And he, he, he blew this out and he, he made it public. Now, this is 4am in the Lebanon, but our lads weren't paraded and told about this information until 9am. So... Mm-hmm. How are the public going to read about this before the lads that are actually involved? And the families are hearing this before their even own husbands and, you know, partners are told. So some families were wrong that afternoon, highly distraught because they had read it online. 
so we and what, and, and okay, so the issue is not yeah. just not just the flights, obviously, you know, but the issue is the communication, um, and always has been. And, and so okay, so have they any idea? So this this person's partner is due home on the nineteenth of May after six months mm-hmm. this it, week. Yeah, yeah. Is that a realistic date? Is that that's not going to happen? No, is it? not at all. Blown out of the water. Right. And there now again, Minister Joe came on a few radio stations and said, "Stop listening to unofficial sources." So there has been an awful lot of dates panning around. We are now talking end of June. That seems to be the constant date coming back, which is six weeks after the given date. But we also have to add on two weeks of isolation onto that so that they can quarantine. So we are talking families will not see their loved ones until second week of July. I don't know why they can't be tested before they leave there. Oh, well, anyway, Councillor Dahi Doolan, uh, in relation to this lack of information, lack of communication, families who are distraught with a date on the calendar, a big circle where daddy or mammy is coming home from the Lebanon. I mean, this is very traumatic for families having not enough information. I mean, we can manage to repatriate holidaymakers, which we did going back four or five weeks ago from Chile and all sorts of places around the world, including Australia. So why can't we repatriate members of the Defence Forces? I think, first of all, you're right. I, I appreciate you highlighting this and, and fair play to Shelley for coming on. But the thing is, first of all, we say our, our the Defence Forces Service very proudly have done a very, very, very honourable job in the war torn zones across the globe. We need to say that and reiterate that. But it doesn't appear that that feeling or sentiment is held by the Minister for Defence and the families. COVID 19 is traumatic for everybody, but particularly, particularly for those people whose families are split up. Like if your mom or your dad is out serving the Lebanon or somewhere else, your family is, is, is worried about their welfare, their well-being, uh, their, their life, in fact, in some of those war zones. And then they're holding on to this date for dear life, dying to see each other. And then it seems to be just rubbish. And, and, and the vacuum is filled with myth and, and spinning and dates and rumour. And that's simply not good enough. Mm-hmm. If we can manage COVID-19 crisis, which I, I, I have to say, I'm not going to have a go at the government over this. They have done their best. They have attempted to manage it. Surely they can, they can manage the people who are putting their lives at the very front line. Well, is the it, is it, front but line. is there not enough effort being made now? And I'm not being bad here, right? Because I have yeah. the greatest respect for our healthcare workers. But if these were nurses who were abroad, who we needed back home, we'd be very quick to get them back home. It'd be all over the media, our heroes oh, and all right. I, I, I mean, and these men and women are heroes too. Absolutely. I was just going to say that, in fact, Niall, that these people are serving literally on the front line. Yes. And their families are the next in line. And I think that the Minister for Defence, I would make a public appeal to him. If it was his family, how would he like to be treated? If it was his brother, his sister, how would they like to be treated? Not like this. The families need to be communicated directly. We can do so for other crises. The personnel themselves need to be communicated directly. And if, unfortunately, the date has to be moved, at least let them know officially rather than in the media. And then they come back and there's another two weeks quarantine. Again, I'm can saying, no, I don't abroad? get this. See, I mean, we can have... be tested abroad yes. and then brought back? Because I think... This is absolute torturous, and it, 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 it's a bit like the blind, it, it's a blind spot for the government. And dare I say it, the Defence Forces many times have been taken for granted. Well, we've, by, we've, by we've, we've been talking to Shelley about that over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Everything, and, and I think my colleague and spokesperson, Angus O'Snuddy, has constantly highlighted this and highlighted other issues in the Dáil. I think this is something that we won't let lie down. We will be holding the Minister to task, and Angus O'Snuddy will hold him to task and ensure he communicates directly with the personnel, first and foremost, and the families because nothing less than that is acceptable. Lip service, out the window. Yeah, Shelley, go ahead. I just want to explain a few things that, you know, would be military-wise that people maybe not understand in the public. Our lads over there are part of a rotation. So we would have, they're the one 
115 the 115 battalion out there so we have another one the 116 that are training up and getting ready to go out this is worldwide these are all the countries that have peacekeepers out there you're on a secular motion so you will always have somebody who will replace you when you leave so the issue that the department are saying which we don't agree with is that because the un have put a hold on this understandably with the whole world until the 30th of june yeah that they need to organise this. We don't have any issue with the hold-up. We don't have any issue with the rotation. Completely understand COVID-19 is out of everybody's realm. But the lack of communication and the fact that it makes its way to press before families and serving is our issue. I mean, he even stated in the examiner on the 12th of May that he's asking families of soldiers stuck on missions abroad to trust he's doing everything to get them home. Don't put it in a national paper. Pick up the phone and speak to those families. Or write them a letter. Just something personal. Again, not the press. He says trust. But you and I both know trust is built by actions, built by communication. He's doing neither. And he hasn't installed them in the families in in several years. So don't speak to the papers. You know, six weeks to a two-month delay on having your loved one home surely warrants more than reading it in the paper. Well, and again, when, and Dahi mentions, of course, the testing. I mean, we there, there's test kits now around the world that are being used uh, everywhere now that can, you know, do 15-minute tests which are 85 to 90% uh, successful or give good positive or no pop, false positives. So there's no reason why they can't be tested abroad and not have to go into quarantine. The worst thing that could happen is they arrive home and then they have to go to a hotel or a barracks somewhere uh, for two weeks and not see their families again. So yeah. that's, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen in this situation. So I mean, it's t- not like they can isolate at home. You know, you, you'd have children at home going, but what do you mean daddy's behind that door? Well, Dahi, look, you've been very good to us in relation to Deblums there more recently and uh, and again in, in relation to this we've called on you. Is this something that you will be raising personally yourself? Well, absolutely, we'll be contacting the, the, the minister and the department, in fact, all, all department accounts, but particularly, uh, I work closely with our, our local TD, Angus Osnoddy, who is the spokesperson defence. Um, I'll be giving him a full briefing of this, and I would hope that he can contact Shelley, or Shelley can contact us directly, mm-hmm. contact through the office. Have- had Angus, he's, he's been in constant contact with us. Great. Well, I, I'm going to make began. my meeting great this afternoon. Him. Great. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. He unfortunately couldn't be on this morning, so I'll make sure he, he raises this at the, at, at the first opportunity. Because I do think that this is a very, it's the families and the personnel need to be briefed. We have a three-month plan for how to come out of COVID-19, and our defence forces need to be central to that, and they need the families deserve and should expect the respect to be communicated directly. Sometimes the media can, can be negative, sometimes it can be positive. Niall, and I have to applaud you for, for giving them a platform to raise this. And I hope the Minister is listening. I hope the Minister is listening and responds accordingly and treats the families and the personnel with the respect they deserve. Well, listen, Shelley, thank you very much indeed for raising can I the just, issue. Sorry, can I just yes. for one moment? Um, we just want to announce that there's a free confidential counselling service in Spire that the Defence Force members can use. Okay. And this has now been extended to the families for a temporary time while this is going on. So any military family out there that feels they do need support, it's a 24-7 number, yep. and it's available to all spouses and partners and adult children over 18. So it's 1-800-409-673. And the PSS offices in Ireland and the barracks and the military have worked really hard to do this. So we would love if any military family are feeling any stress, ring one 800 409 673 
and there are people there 24-7 to help you. All right, listen, well said. Thank you very much indeed, Shelley, and I'm happy to support you. And thank you once again, Dahi Doolan, for coming Good on. Good to us. All right, thank Slam. Slam. Uh, There you go. Uh, Councillor Dahi Doolan from Sinn Féin and uh, Shelley Cotter, who represents uh, the wives and partners of Defence Forces. Um, and it's a shocking situation that there's men and women who are out there in the Lebanon have uh, been given a day to come home and that doesn't look like that day's going to happen now because, of course, the UN has basically said no, no, nothing is changing, no rotations till at least June the 30th. Um, and the problem is not just they understand that there might be a delay, but it's the lack of information. They have no information whatsoever. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.